This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, we're going to talk a little fat, sick, and nearly dead, and we're going to kick off the year with some resolutions and some goal-setting ideas. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it thin. Not till you like it thin. I want smaller thighs thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I am your host, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. Welcome to 2012. I hope you had a safe and happy and joyous holiday season. That's the good news. The bad news is they're over. And we are left with what we have, right? And if you're new to the show, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a trainer. I'm just a dude like you looking to lose some weight. And right now, I'm not wearing any pants. I've always wanted to say that on a podcast uh, because I just got done measuring. I've got to watch how I say that. I just got done measuring myself. I got measuring my, um, well, here, well, let's, let's just jump into to, uh, to that calculation. This is from uh, Spark People. Common body measurements. Uh, I did not measure my bust. So I did, uh, or my chest. I was more worried about my waist and my hips. And basically, the when you go, you can use this thing called a myotape. If you if you sit there and as you do it, it makes a little clicky noise. And then you push a button, and it it makes it very easy to measure yourself, um, especially if you live alone. But uh, what I've been basically doing, like when I measure my hips, which is better known as your butt, uh, you know, you're basically I measure it. At the thickest part, if I'm measuring my thigh, sure, I can measure it in the middle, but all the fat on my thigh is up near, you know, it, my upper thigh, my bottom butt is the biggest part. So when I measure my thigh, I measured there. When I measured my calves, again, I went for the biggest part. And uh, I'm glad to say I didn't gain any circumference in my neck from 2010 to 2011. So, um, you know, if you're measuring your bust, place the measuring tape across your nipples and measure around the largest part of your chest. It's really the bottom line when you're measuring your chest. Now, waist is basically what I call the belly button measurement. Some people say um, place the measuring tape about a half inch above your belly button, which is supposed to be at the narrowest part of your waist. Um, I just measure across my belly button because for me being guide, that is the largest part. And I'm not trying to sugarcoat it. I want the I want to know how big I am. Then the hips again is your butt, your thigh. It says around the largest part of your thigh, calves, again, largest part around your calf, 
your upper arm measure around the largest part of your arm. You might want to make a note. For me, I'm kind of ambidextrous, but uh, I use my left arm for a lot, so I did that. You can also measure your your forearm and your neck. So when you're taking measurements, stand tall with your muscles relaxed or and your feet together. When measuring, apply constant pressure to the tape so it doesn't sag or use one of my cute little, uh, you know, flexy things there. Use a flexible measuring tape. Um, yeah, don't use a ruler. <laughs> right. Measure yourself in front of a mirror to make sure the tape is positioned correctly. Uh, and then uh, the place to take some of the measurements will vary slightly from person to person. So that's one of the reasons why uh, I'm sitting here in my underwear at this point. And, uh, you know, because it's a new year and I start this year at 207 pounds. So I'm down from the last time I talked to you. I start this year. Today is January. Well, now it's officially January 2nd, but it was January 1st today. And I start off the day by going to the gym and I spent a half hour on the treadmill and a half hour on the bike. And tomorrow I'll be doing weight training. And, you know, again, don't go too crazy. I was very, very tempted to just want to go absolutely ballistic and kill myself. And I was like, you know, can you not learn anything from that? But one of the things we talk about this every year and there was a part of me that was like, do you really want to repeat what you said last year? And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, things that are really good are worth repeating. So we're going to talk about smart goals. I'm just going to breeze over this, but you should set a goal. You set a goal to steer yourself, to give yourself a target. And I always call them smart goals. Why are they smart? Because they're specific, they're measurable, they're attainable, they're realistic, and they're timely. And so if you say, well, I want to lose some weight, that's that's not specific. If you lose a pound, are you done? It has to be measurable. You know, when something is measurable, you know if you're ahead or behind schedule. You know, I want to lose X amount of pounds or X number of inches off my waist. Well, that's measurable. Um, some say the A in SMART stands for attainable or achievable or agreed upon. I often use appropriate. It doesn't make any sense to say I'm going to swim 20 minutes a day if you don't have access to a pool. So make sure it's, you know, appropriate. Um, we need realistic goals. That's the R in SMART. So we don't set ourselves up to be discouraged. If we say I want to lose 10 pounds in 10 days, that's not realistic. Or if you try to do what they do on The Biggest Loser, where they exercise for six hours a day. And I recommend starting off with a small goal. And sometimes, for me, I prefer to set a goal that reinforces the habit. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, instead of saying, I want to lose, like right now, I want to lose 27 pounds as we stand here today. Okay, that's measurable, it's specific, it's attainable, but I would rather say I want to exercise, you know, I want to walk in the treadmill for 30 minutes, that's specific, four days a week, that's measurable, and that's attainable, that's realistic. I have access to a treadmill, um, you know, or and if I wanted to, I could say treadmill, I could make it more less specific, but still specific and say I want to walk for 30 minutes a day. Something like that. So that way I can say, hey, I hit my goal, you know, and get reinforcing those goals by setting things you can achieve because that makes you feel good. And you say, yeah, I didn't think I could do it. I didn't think I could find the time to walk 30 minutes a day, uh, four days a week, but I did it. 
and I put it on my schedule just like you said. I treated it like a doctor's appointment. I didn't blow it off, and I did that. If you set your goals to reinforce the activity that will enable you to lose weight, then that's 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 a way to go. That's the way I'm looking at it. I because here's the thing: in the Biggest Loser, they have a thing about trust the process. Trust the process, and if you're eating right and exercising then the weight is going to come off. So I'm trying to reinforce the process. Just focus on the process. Don't get hung up on the scale. Don't get hung up on the tape measure, things like that. But I do want to, you know, write down where I'm at because that is key number one. You have to look at yourself. And if I want to get from here to there, I have to know where here is. So if you focus on the activity, the results will follow. But definitely have a goal. And then what I usually try to do is, you know, have it, Something that's, you know, uh, in this case, if I say I want to walk on a treadmill for X amount of minutes, X amount of days a week, then you know if you're ahead or behind. So if you, you know, if it's Wednesday and you've only walked on the treadmill, you know, once, then you better hurry up because if you're going to do four days a week for a half hour each, you know, you're going to have to hammer it out for the rest of the week. You know, you're behind at that point. So if you can add a sense of urgency to that, so you can know that, yeah, I'm either ahead or behind. And then if you want, you can say, okay, I want to lose, you know, two pounds in two weeks. You know, that's a nice, attainable, easy goal. Um, you know, that would be something that you can check as well. But give yourself something to aim for. And, you know, realistically, we're all working on that next pound, right? That's all I did today. I was working on the next pound and I was going to pop some popcorn tonight. And I'm like, you know what? You're bored. You're not hungry. You're bored. So keep that in mind and uh, set yourself a goal. Don't go crazy. It's the beginning of the year. Everybody's going to be talking about the latest, greatest craze where you don't have to exercise, where you don't have to eat right. You can eat all your favorite foods, pizza and donuts for breakfast and still lose weight. Yes, it's true. No, it's not. You know, and realize that try to find something that's going to be a realistic lifestyle change, which brings me to our next topic. I watched the movie Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead, and it is an impressive movie. It's uh, by this guy named Joe Cross, I believe. And basically, Joe is from Australia, right? And, uh, Gavna? Joe was a guy that realized he woke up one day and had to take uh, this medicine. And he said, um, you know, I don't want to feel this way. I'm tired of feeling awful. And so he went an extreme route, and I saw he must get paid by these juicing people, but he uh, he he concocted this juice that he drinks. And when I mean juice, I mean you stick, it looked like kale, whatever kale is, and cucumbers and lemons and limes into this gizmo, better known as a juicer. And, uh, you know, this juice comes out and you drink it, and it looks like you're drinking pond scum. And uh, I love the the fact that one lady took a sip of it and went, that's bad. But uh, some people seem to 
be able to, to uh, stomach it. And the reason that I wanted to point this out, let me go to my little cheat sheet here. In the movie, Joe does this for, I think it's six weeks or six months, something like that. But he points out that there are micronutrients in your food that you just don't get in processed food. Like there's not really a whole lot of nutrition in white bread. It's just been bleached and starched and whatever else it's been. There's not much nutrition there. So his whole thing is, I want my body to heal itself. It's out of whack. It's out of sync. So he just wants to get all these nutrients. That's one of his things for for juicing. And he finds this guy who's a truck driver who is near and dear to my heart because my father was a truck driver. And I think about Reverend Cat out there on the road, a friend of the show. And, uh, you know, it's hard. It's really hard if you are a truck driver because you are sitting all day. It's almost like you're a computer programmer because you've got deadlines to meet. And it's not like you can exercise on the job. And when you get to a truck stop, there's not, it's, you know, would you like the pizza, the burger, or the hot dog, you know, that's been sitting on the, uh, the warmer for the last, you know, I don't know, four weeks or something like that. And so this poor guy was in really sad shape, this truck driver. And so Joe flew back from Australia to help this guy. And what's really interesting is it gives him, he gives him a 2X shirt. And at the time, the guy was wearing like a 6X shirt which I thought they just called those tents. But anyway, um, the guy said, wow, that's that's going to be hard to get into. And it's really interesting because at the end of the movie, you see this really, the guy that was really just obese truck driver has now put his health first, uh, got a different job, and is jogging down the street in his 2X shirt. It's really kind of cool. But here's the interesting thing. The truck driver's brother, while the truck driver was losing weight, his brother, who was very much uh, kind of in the same boat that he was, was gaining weight, and his brother had a heart attack. And it shows his brother talking to the truck driver and explains that he's taking like eight different types of medicine that were $571 for the heart medicine a month. His heart attack cost him $56,424. Now, I want to do something here. There, there are things... There are times when you read things in books. Um, there are times when you read things, you know, for me, if, if you read things in the Bible that you just kind of like, you know, and he threw his uh, rod on the ground and it turned into a snake. And you're like, hold on a second. Let's think about that a second. So here's here's an example of something. We just kind of read that. I want you to think about having a bill for $56,424. I think about my student loans. You know, I think I owe... Sears like a thousand dollars on a credit card. And I think, oh, a thousand dollars. Can you imagine 56 times that? $56,000. And I'm not sure how much of that, you know, let's hold on. Let me get out of a calculator because a lot of times you have the 80 20 plan, right? So let's take 56,000 and you $424. And we're going to times that by 80%, which is 45,000. So I'm going to plus minus that and add it to 56,424, which means you would have $11,284. So basically like buying a new car without saving up any money for it uh, for your heart attack. That's if you have insurance. And let's face it, there are a lot of people in 
America, at least, that don't have life insurance or health insurance. And that's not counting how much you have to pay for your deductible. Let's face it. Getting sick is expensive, especially in this country. Now, the interesting thing, they showed that to do this juicing thing, and I'm not saying juicing is the answer here for the record. Uh, it costs $420 a month, which is uh, $5,000 a year because it's, you know, veggies aren't, aren't always the cheapest thing, but they're a heck of a lot cheaper than a $56,000 heart attack. So I believe I have heard rumors. I should have checked this out before I hit record, but somebody says you can find this movie on Hulu for free. Again, it's called Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead. I watched it on Netflix, and uh, it was a really interesting movie and very inspiring With the as you watch the truck driver and the guy from Australia who actually started the movie uh, just shedding pounds. The thing I don't like about the movie is, and they kind of hint on this but not enough, to me, if you get all your nutrients from juicing, I, I don't know that I could do that as a lifestyle. I could see do that, I think the... uh the Australian guy does like two or three times a year. He just drinks juice. But to me, that that kind of points out that it's not working. You have to keep going back to that. But it is a way to, uh, if you're looking to drop weight quick, I guess. But to me, I would rather find a lifestyle change where I eat better and exercise more. And it's something that I can just fit into my schedule because I have basically turned off the TV and started walking around the block. But it's definitely something you might want to check out. All right, rounding out this section, if you go over to sparkpeople.com, on your calendar, they have like a PDF that you can print out. And, uh, I'm just going to read their January calendar. They have a lot of great tips here. And uh, some things, we, we mentioned goals today. It said, rather, keep your goals positive. I should have mentioned this earlier. Rather than vowing to exercise, for example, reword each goal so that it is clear and measurable, which I did mention. I will walk 30 minutes every day. I will complete a 5K race. I will do a yoga DVD twice a week. Post your written goals in places where you will see them often on your computer, on your fridge, in a picture frame on your desk, as a bookmark, and in your wallet. These reminders will help you stay focused and on track. Great, great point. And tell people, I'm, I'm sure that's one of their tips here, uh, develop an action plan for every goal. For example, a healthy eating resolution may improve, may involve learning about good nutrition, visiting a dietitian, finding ways to adapt your recipes, buying containers to pack lunches, great tip, learning how to prepare new foods, planning extra time for shopping and cooking, Don't overwhelm yourself with every action step at once, but focus on a few things, uh, focus on a few things every day. Another tip here, make a realistic timeline to stay on track. Deadlines turn wishes into goals. Let's think about that one again. Deadlines turn wishes into goals, where if you just say, I want to lose weight. Now, if you say, I want to lose 27 pounds, that's a goal. I want to lose weight is a wish list, because how do you know if you get there or not? Okay, give yourself adequate time to complete each action step and choose a date when you hope to reach your overall goal. If you haven't started working on your goals yet, today is the day. Set a goal. Here's what you want to do. And if you miss your goal, just start a new one. You know, share your goals with family and friends for invaluable support and assistance. 
Confiding them is a powerful motivator for helping you remain consistent and persistent. Some may be willing to modify their own lives to help you um, by giving up soda or watching the kids while you hit the gym, for example. And I realize some people will have no support system. And in that case, you know, spark people is a great site. Lose it is a great site. Um, we have a forum at our website, logicalloss.com. Plenty of people to kind of give you attaboys when you need them, um, which is number seven here. Enlist a diverse support system instead of just one buddy. These people should be encouraging or knowledgeable in helpful ways, whether swapping healthy recipes, exercising with enthusiasm, or sharing weight loss tips. I know Jillian Michaels has a website that has meal plans. It's like $4 a week. And one of the things I hear that's really great about her site, I haven't been a member of it for some time, is it does have a great forum section. So I'll have a link to that out in the show notes. Um, start a journal. This can be a simple notebook or a computer document. Use it to track your progress, record your successes, and learn from your mistakes. When you have a bad day, use it to remember why you choose why you chose these goals and how far you've come. Yeah, you have to know the why. You have to know the why. If you don't know the how, hi he hi suddenly turned into Jerry Lewis. If you don't know the how, you will wait. If you don't know the why, you'll never make it through the how. Right, ladies. Anyway. Um, create a, this one I go, really create a motivational collage, find inspiring pictures, encouraging words and quotes, anything that reminds you of your goal. You know, as much as I sneeze at that, it's probably not a bad idea because it's visual. Glue it all together and place it where you can see it. This is your vision. It's a clear and motivating and energizing reminder of what you want to be. Now, don't expect perfection. You will mess up. You're going to make mistakes and forget along the way. The key is persistence and a willingness to learn from your mistakes. Focus on what you've done right instead of dwelling on the negative. And if you make a mistake, step back, kiss yourself, hey, and say, okay, why did I, why, why did I, you know, why did I go to Dairy Queen? Was I stressed out? Was I bored? What was the deal? What was going on? And see if you can determine what was your trigger. And then find a way, new plan to avoid that trigger. Practice saying, thinking, and writing positive things about yourself. Acknowledge and take credit for the things you've done well and recognize your abilities and talents. Keep a list. Keep a list of the positive things that you've done to add to and think about and read to yourself daily. I, one of the things I've started doing with uh, some of my podcasts is I've if I get somebody who writes me a, hey, Dave, thanks for your podcast kind of email, I am starting to flag those because there are days when I feel like caca poo poo and I will pull those up as a little kind of uh, attaboy, I'm not a piece of uh, garbage kind of uh, mentality. It helps erode that. You want to, again, develop a plan. Um, you, If you work, if you travel, or kids will disrupt your routine, create alternatives Walk during lunch, choose healthy, fast foods, or wake up earlier. That's that's the easiest one, by the way. It's the easiest, hardest choice. What I mean by that is if you can get up early, and I realize that is a big if, but if you have your workout done, nobody can take that away from you. So doing something is always better than doing nothing. So don't get hung up on, well, if I do this now, I'm only going to do 18 minutes. I'm not going to get the full 30. You know what? Take the 18 because it reinforces you are practicing doing the right thing. 
And the more you practice doing the right thing, the better you will be at it. The more you practice doing the wrong thing, the better you're going to be at it. So practice doing the right thing. Take advantage of technology. So sign up for motivational emails or text messages or a podcast. Um, set reminders on your computer or have a friend call and check in on you. These little things will keep you focused no matter where you are. One of the things I like about LoseIt.com is you can actually set up to have your meal plans and your everything that you do, your, activi- your activity can be sent to somebody else. So if you want that built-in motivation, that's a good one. And plus, uh, both Spark people, really all of them, Spark people, um, FatSecret.com, um, MyFitnessPal, all those have kind of a Facebook fen- friend kind of thing going on. That's all very helpful. Uh, here's another tip. Tip number 14, reward yourself. For one milestone you reach, plan something fun rather than using food or skipping a workout to celebrate. Stack, uh, Stay on track with new clothes, a massage, a vacation, movie tickets, a book, a day off work, or a gym membership. And uh, tip number 15, we've got 31 of these. Um, look back on the progress and reevaluate your goals. So the next time we do this podcast, we'll kind of take a, a, a temperature here. Avoid things that are going to sabotage you. People will try to persuade you to go against your plan, whether they feel guilty themselves, they might feel jealous of you. Ignore them. Keep your eyes on the prize. Share your goals with positive people and stay away from these topics around negative ones. Because there are going to be those people, and I hate to point the fingers. I don't, I've never heard of guys going, what, you're trying to lose weight? Dude, just, you know, let's go get some chicken and beer. But I have heard ladies for whatever reason, kind of at each other. And uh, for whatever reason, you know, kind of do the, why are you doing that? Oh, that's not going to work. And they, and they kind of poo-poo the idea. And I think sometimes because they are afraid that if you end up looking good, ladies, that you're going to make them look bad. Where I don't know, guys are going, hey, stop it there, uh, Bruce. You're going to make me look fat. I don't know. Sometimes ladies just don't play nice. I don't know. I, I guess that's, you know, whatever. Uh, uh, write about your motivation in a journal. There are many reasons you choose your goals, uh, better health, self-esteem, or happiness. For me, if you're looking for motivation, my favorite motivational tool, go to a sporting goods store. Like for me, I, I want to lose 27 pounds. I want to go pick up a 30-pound weight because that will motivate you. Trust me on that. Go find how much weight you want to lose. And go pick up that weight. That will change you. I guarantee you. Um, here's tip number 18 on a calendar or spreadsheet. Place a big star a uh, or a check mark on every day that you meet your goals or took a positive action step. Over time, your calendar will become a visual reminder of your progress towards that long-term goal. It will also remind you that the occasional bad day doesn't have a major effect in the long run. Now, lose it which is what I'm using right now. You can go to loseit.com. I love it because it's green. If you are under your calories, you're green. If you're not, it's red. It's very easy to see if you've done or not. I believe uh, Spark People gives you different icons if you've exercised or not. I forget some of the other ones, but they all have uh, that thing. There's also, um, oh, what is the one I'm thinking of? I mean, there are a ton. There's uh, Fit Day, which is software. But it's also on a website. There's Diet Power, 
is a program that I use that actually the first time I lost my weight, I was using Diet Power. I really, really wish the boys at Diet Power would come up with a web-based version of their system. I really like that. There's Weight by Date. There's Calorie King. I've got all these. If you go out to the website, there's a ton of these. I like ones personally because I have a smartphone that I use um, my phone on. So that's why I use things like Lose It. I used to use FatSecret.com. I used um, Spark People. The thing I don't like about Spark People is all their advertisements. I think it's a great site. Um, but I just was over there today to get some of this stuff and was amazed that they've added even more things. Now they have things going across the bottom, and I'm like, really? So number 19, find a goal buddy. While your support should still be in place, a person who is striving for the same goal can offer great support. So find somebody else who's doing that, which is basically kind of what you are to me and I am to you, hopefully. Number 20, visualize. Sit comfortably, breathing deeply with your eyes closed. Envision yourself reaching that goal. How's your life change? How does it feel to accomplish it? Think about how you're going to feel. Think about all the energy. Think about all the things you could do and just think about it. That's going to be very, very cool. Again, sounds kind of uh, Berkeley touchy-feely, but let's face it, it's working for a lot of Olympic athletes, and it's a great tool. We already talked about sharing your knowledge with other people. Learn something new that inspires you. If you want to quit smoking, for example, read about successful quitters whose lives have improved. That's why I like The Biggest Loser. I understand The Biggest Loser is not accurate for Joe, you know, working eight to five. But just to see those people sweat and the fact that I know that if you've, you know, again, trust in the system, you can lose the weight. So that's why I read a lot of books and I appreciate everybody supporting the show. That helps me buy books. Like last week we talked about, uh, Get healthy for heaven's sake. You know, I've uh, just watched the uh, Pray Fit video. We'll be talking about Pray Fit coming up in the future. You know, number 23, I think, is the one thing that we just have a hard time with. It's weird because in one, in some ways, we are very selfish. We eat bad food because we're hungry and I want to feel better. And, you know, I just, it's easier for me. So I'm just going to do this. But, on the other hand, we need to make ourselves a priority. You know, you do a lot for other people, but we do tend to neglect ourselves. Um, give yourself the care. Give yourself the attention and the love that you need. Your goals are important, and you deserve to take time for yourself each day. And really, 30 minutes, 15 minutes, 10 minutes, 5 minutes, an hour, whatever you want to do, do something. And then do less. Bombarding yourself with too many goals can be stressful. The more items you focus on, the more each task suffers from a lack of priority. Um, it, it suffers from a lack of attention. It suffers from a lack of accuracy. Whittle down your to-do list to focus on what is really important. So that means you might have to cut back on your life to put yourself first. But don't get too crazy with your goal setting. Because you'll end up spreading yourself too thin. And start off with something easy. Maybe your goal should be, I'm going to walk around the block every day just once. One trip around the block. That's great. Uh, I mentioned Pray Fit. They talk about every day you can try to do just a little better than yesterday. But So start off with something easy so you feel good about yourself. And then celebrate milestones as 25. 
While your long-term goal may be to lose 50 pounds or more, each pound lost is one step closer and each deserves recognition. Call a friend, write it in your journal. You never know who you may inspire. 26. Get the right tools. Sticking to your goals may be may require some supplies like good shoes or finance software to, to reduce your debt. I like mint.com. If you go to a logicalloss.com forward slash mint, it's a great tool. It's free. I'm going to be really ramping up my use of that because one of the things that stressed me out in 2012 was my finances. And I don't want to know how much I, I paid in bank fees, but I know it. there are times when I was working for the bank, basically, and that's got to stop. So one of the ways I'm going to be taking care of my finances, it's from the people that make Quicken uh, into it. You can find it. Go again to LogicalLoss.com forward slash Mint, M-I-N-T. Um, but choose the tools that keep you safe um, and help measure your progress. Today when I was at the gym, I busted out my old-fashioned heart rate monitor and was surprised again how much technology can really help you motivate you. And so it, it stopped me from mailing in my exercise. I had to be careful with that because I wanted to go crazy, but I'm like, no, no, no. You haven't been exercising regularly. Let's start off slow. Let's work ourselves into it because otherwise you're going to jump in and try to, you know, walk 10 miles your first day and you're just going to blow yourself out. 27, add variety to prevent boredom. Try new things. Enroll in a class. Find a local support group. Try a new workout or anything that keeps you excited. For me, I'm all about ping pong, you know, I want to play. My friend and I are going to be playing ping pong. I was amazed at it worked my butt. It worked my thighs. I definitely was busting a sweat. Uh, maybe next time I'll wear my heart rate monitor and see just how much it works. But uh, I definitely know I burn more calories playing ping pong than I would have sitting in front of my computer. You know, 28, create your reality. The mind doesn't know the difference between imagined events and reality. So picture success. Try goal-related affirmations each day, and your behavior will reflect what you want to be. Um, remember that there are going to be slip-ups, it says in 29. They're going to be normal, and they don't mean failure. Instead of beating yourself up for your mistakes, I hate this chair. <laughs> Instead of beating yourself up for your squeaky chair, tell yourself that one error doesn't mean much. Don't wait until tomorrow, next week, or next month to get back on track uh, I love the Jillian Michaels analogy. She said, if you have a flat tire, you don't get out of your car and stab the other three. You know, you fix the tire, you get back on the road, and you put the mistake in the past. So even the most successful people in the world made mistakes. J uh, Michael Jordan, the great basketball player, he said, you know, as many times as I'm known for hitting that last-minute shot, he goes, there are plenty of times when I missed it. Number 30, everything is a choice. We've talked about this in the past. Uh, you choose to watch TV instead of walking or to de-stress by eating instead of talking to someone. Before you act, stop and ask yourself if this solution will really help you in the long run. That's really been helping me today in the last couple of days. I'm really trying to focus on my health. I'm really, I'm really kind of bummed that I've been doing this podcast for years now. And I really, I mean, I've hit my goal and then I go back up and I'm like, okay, I don't know why it's the first of the year. But I want to try to establish some healthy habits. So keep that in mind so that by the end of this month, you will have worked hard for an entire month to make your dreams a reality. You know, you're going to be well on your way to achieving all of your goals and use what you learn 
to keep going and to set up new goals in the future. Again, we've got if you go to the website at Logical Loss, there's even uh, links if you want to use paper to track your your measurements, uh, things like that. And uh, it doesn't really matter what you use. You know, I, I tracked all my, uh, I weighed myself in, I measured my waist and my hips and uh, things like that. I measured my blood pressure, which is up, way up, which uh, did dawned on me that, um, oh yeah, I haven't been taking my blood pressure medicine, which is kind of stupid. But um, my goal is someday to, when I lose my 27 pounds, to hopefully not need my blood pressure medicine because I've always been kind of borderline on that. But I want to thank you so much for tuning in. Our website is LogicalLoss.com. And it really is, it's, it's, weight loss is simple. It's not easy, but it is simple. It is calories in versus calories out. No matter how you slice it, it is just basic math. Am I burning more calories than I'm eating? That's the simple part. The not so easy part is the fact of why, why do we overeat? You know, and, and we, you can sit here and say, well, I can look back and say I was bored. I was, um, stressed. I was tired, you know, and, and things of that nature. But it's a matter of being able to identify that before you're in temptation's way. And that's what is not so easy to do and to find the will. We talked in the last podcast, you know, don't forget to to call on your friend, being that an actual friend, or if you're a spiritual person, that could be God to say, hey, you know, give me the strength to get through this today. I want to focus. If you can start off your day with a little team meeting, have a team meeting with yourself to say, okay, here's what I'm going to do today. And that's one of the greatest reasons of if you can get in the habit of exercising in the morning, when you start off with your rudder steering your boat in the right direction, your workout becomes kind of this, like a swimmer that's kicking off the wall. You get pushed in the right direction and it's easier to keep going in the right direction. Doesn't mean you're always, again, you're not always going to be perfect, but uh, you can do this. So thank you for coming along for the journey. I, I truly believe this is the year. I'm saying that right now. I, I have identified some of the things that are going to mess me up. And my my plan is to put my workout clothes in the car. And some days I'm just going to say to my family, I'm going to be home late because I'm going straight from work to the gym. I'm going to get my time in. Tuesday nights when The Biggest Loser is on, I'm going to have an extended workout session that day. And, uh, you know, that's my plan. And then my other plan is to take healthy snacks with me to work because I have the dreaded <clears throat> vending machine. Vending machines are my, not my friend. And so, you know, I want to take healthy things. So I'm not going for the Snickers or the M&Ms. And I'm just basically, this is another thing I'm doing. I'm just steering clear of that room because that's going to tempt me. And I'm not taking money with me when I go into work because if I don't have change, I can't put it in the vending machine. Now, is that silly? It works. And sometimes it'll, what's what it boils down to, you know, later when I have the motivation and I have the momentum to say no to the vending machine, then I might take some money with me. But for now, if I don't have money, 
I can't buy a candy bar. And that's what's working for me now. I know eventually I will have the willpower and the self, I guess the self-esteem to uh, say no to that. But I went out and bought a big uh, bag of oranges now, and I take that with me into the job site. So thank you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, I would love to hear from you. You can email me, Dave, at LogicalLoss.com. You can call in your comments. That's actually my preferred method. It's 888-563-3228. If you'd like to support the show, go out to LogicalLoss.com forward slash support. Like I said, we've got uh, links out there. If you're doing something with your job, maybe you're going to have a big contest. I've got a spreadsheet out there for, uh, it's called the Biggest Loser Kit. That'll uh, calculate all your weight um, for, um, you know, the... uh, the whole it takes care of all the math for you. Um, there are links out there for our forum, for our resources. If you're looking for, let me click on that right now. I haven't looked at our resources in a while, but yeah, it's got links to all a lot of different uh, software resources. And like I said, if you're like, well, if you're kind of an old school person and you want to use paper and pen, we've actually got resources for that that are pre-built. Uh, pre-built. There's uh, web-based systems. There's desktop. There's paper. It's all there uh, for calorie tracking. And uh, if you're looking for something in terms, my favorite technology right now is the Fitbit. You can learn more about this. It's 99 bucks. There's no monthly fee, like a body bug, things like that. And uh, it syncs wirelessly with your computer. You, you plug a thing into a USB port, but you don't have to take it off and plug it in. It's really, really cool. It's only 99 bucks. I realize it's not a small amount of money, but uh, it does. Um, it's, it's my favorite tool. Um, and I really, really miss mine, but, uh, I'm, I'm going to tear apart my car because I, there's still a voice in my head that says, you know, Dave, your car is a disaster. And there's still that slight chance that my Fitbit is in the car. So we will find out. Um, but thank you so much for tuning in. Our website is logicalloss.com. And don't forget that if you're not dead, you're not done and you got plenty of time to choose the right thing to keep you on the right path. It's just one choice at a time. So think about that. You're working on your next pound. You're working on your next choice. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll-free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to do to die it. Thin. Not till you lie. Thin. I want smaller thighs. Thin. But I realize. I guess I'll have to